Two million blooms. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. And Casey and Stephanie Nelson are with me. Guys, good to see you. Thanks good for having us. You. Good to meet you. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's first just start off. What is Two Million Blooms? Well, Two Million Blooms is our um, honey company. Um, we we raise uh, honeybees and produce honey and sell honey. And how long have you guys been doing this? Well, in 2015, about a year after we um, started beekeeping, mm-hmm. we entered our honey into the Good Food Awards mm-hmm. and won and decided to scale up from there. And so this has a lot to do with uh, beekeeping as well. And I, and I know that's been in the news a lot lately about, um, you know, they're kind of starting, I don't want to say extinct, but, you know, the population is very low. Um, you know, what do the bees, you know, provide? I mean, we don't pollinate, but, you know, mm-hmm. what is the main, the main advantage of, you know, having bees around and having beekeepers and, you know, just keeping the population going? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think uh, there's a statement in agriculture that talks about um, that one in three bites of food um, are uh, thanks to pollinators. Um, mm-hmm. We would probably have some kind of famine if we didn't have our pollinators. Mm-hmm. So, so what got what got you guys interested in beekeeping and you know doing hives and all that? I actually wasn't that interested mm-hmm. to start off with. He was the one who was kind of leading the way. Sure. Um, yeah, so um, I, I'd been wanting to do it for some time. I've always had a love for the outdoors and, and just a fascination with the natural world around us. And um, so I thought we should take a class. And, and um, there's a nearby in, in Fairmount, Illinois, um, there's a, a place called Long Lane Honeybee Farms, and that's a David and Sherry Burns. They do a lot of beekeeping classes. Um, He's one of three master beekeepers in town. So. Yeah, in, in the state of Illinois, he's one of three master beekeepers. And we, we signed up. Um, uh, Stephanie was a, a little, I wouldn't say went into the class, you know, kicking and screaming, but right. she was a little bit more reluctant. <laughs> um, but it was, it was Valentine's Day weekend in uh, 2014, and, and I, I think I convinced her that it would be a, a, a nice date, a Valentine's <laughs> Day. Um, Which at first, it was not the most romantic choice, right. but it turned out <laughs> we were happy we did this yeah and it, it wasn't long into keeping bees as a hobby you know in the backyard that we we knew we wanted to pursue it further mm-hmm. and so you're named um your 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 company business is two million blooms mm-hmm. where did that name come from yeah that that name came about just from our, our research and um and fascination in, into the bi- biology and, and the bee behavior um and just the many fun fun facts i would say um of, of the honeybee and just what a complex, really, ecosystem it, it is. It's a super organism. Uh, but, but one of the facts that, that caught our attention was um, that to produce just one pound of honey, the, the foraging bees must visit two million flower blooms. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that would, we're just amazed by that. And I think we take that for granted. And, um, and since we're selling one pound containers, it just seemed mm-hmm. appropriate to, to call ourselves mm-hmm. two million blooms. We tell Customers, you know, when, when they receive or purchase our honey, like you're holding there the essence of, of two million flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the, the educational element to the consumer. Um, I, I feel that's important, especially in this sort of bizarre age we live in where we're so disconnected from our, our food sources. Mm-hmm. You just go to the store, there it is, and you don't think, think anything of yeah. it. And, uh, but finding out, you know, just, you know, what really goes on into, into getting that into, into, you know, your one pound jars, you know, it's qu- quite a bit of work. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where are your hives uh, located at? 
Uh, well, we, we started out with a couple in, in our backyard in, in Champaign, but um, we've since you know scaled up, and so um, we now have apiaries in, in both Champaign and Urbana, one one in each uh, town. So kind of on the outskirts, uh, a little more uh, rural, but still close to um, everything that's offered in, within the city. Mm-hmm. And it is a family business. Does everybody in the family take part uh, in the business? Yes, we all do. In He does most of the beekeeping mm-hmm. part, um, so we don't often go out and tend the bees. Occasionally, I'll go out with him if he's like, I've got a lot to do. Can you come help me with something or moving a hive or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the big part where we all participate is the harvesting. When we extract, um, his dad will come down and help pull hive, pull the supers off, and um, we'll all be in our friend's big garage and extracting right. honey. So, <laughs> now, how, how does that process work when you do harvesting? I've seen they take you know, it looks like a, a putty knife on the comb and they're scraping stuff off. Is uh, you know how does that process work? Yeah, um, the first step is to remove the wax cappings mm-hmm. that the bees will place over each cell, which is filled with honey. Um, we do that with an uncapping plane, which is heated, and it, it just uh, really quickly removes the wax capping. Mm-hmm. And then you throw it into what's called an extractor, which is essentially uh, a centrifuge, which spins out um, the frames, and we have a big 20-frame extractor. It takes probably oh, 20 minutes to extract you know, 20 frames, and then you just remove them, mm-hmm. blow it back up again, do it again. Um, so it's, a, it's an all-day affair. Yeah. <laughs> Talking with Casey and Stephanie Nelson with Two Million Blooms. Um, how does this honey differ from the stuff we buy at the store, the grocery store? Good question. Um, a lot of the uh, – actually, with the movement towards um, better foods, mm-hmm. there is more unheated, unfiltered honeys appearing in the stores. But a lot of the grocery stores – sell honey that has been um, ultra filtered, ultra heated. So it's taking out all the eco, you know, eco stuff like the f- pollens and the, the florals, mm-hmm. you know, the flavors. Um, and a lot of times it's cut with water or um, corn syrup. Mm-hmm. And so it's not quite the same. And a lot of people will say, well, I don't like honey, but it's because that's the kind of honey that they've had. They've not sure. had real honey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that processing, like you said, that just changes the flavor and people really don't know the difference just because they've never had it before. Right. And also the health benefits that a lot of people claim they have with honey, um, mm-hmm. with the pollens being removed, there's no longer the benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there anymore. So what are the, um, you said the health benefits, what are that you can get from, you know, your honey compared to the, compared to the store-bought honey, you know, what are some of those health benefits? Um, well, the... Or is um, it just the natural ingredients that are in it? That's yeah, so um, actually it was interesting. We were reading about, um, from Mae Berenbaum's book, Honey, I'm Homemade, mm-hmm. um, and she was talking about the antioxidants that are in honey. Um, there's seven um, times more in some honeys th- than in any other sugar source. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that's one of the benefits. There's also a lot of people claim that their allergies are benefited by the small doses of the pollens that they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, And then um, also... Um, we have a couple customers who... They use a raw honey for to, to make elderberry syrup, um, which is sort of a, a preventative for concoction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And can and can you use honey as a sugar substitute? I know sometimes people can't have sugar in their diet, but yeah. Yeah, they still like a little sweet somewhere. Right? Yeah. Um, it's a little more complicated because sure. you have to really think about the ratios because um, honey to sugar ratios aren't exactly the same, and it affects the moisture content mm. of your baked goods. Um, so there's um, there's certain you could I think it's three quarter cup 
of honey to one cup of sugar, and then you'd want to add baking soda um, to kind of balance out the sweetness and the acidity and everything mm. like that. So, If somebody's wanting to try out your 2 million blooms honey, where can we uh, find it at? Yeah, there's uh, a few places. Um, the Land Connection uh, Farmer's Market in downtown Champaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're there every Tuesday, uh, most every Tuesday throughout the summer. There might be a couple we miss, but um, also Prairie Fruits Farm and Creamery. Mm-hmm. Uh, they carry a product in their uh, farm stand. They call it the Real Stand, mm-hmm. uh, along with a lot of other uh, locally produced foods. Um, and then online at 2millionblooms.com. And do you produce anything else other than uh, honey, or is this this is it? This is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, our uh, our girls um, are we're wanting them to start their own little businesses mm-hmm. and. Although Agnes is, is just the honey straws, um, mm-hmm. and so that's still honey. But um, Ingrid's, we've got a big ma- wax melting tank, so we're hoping to make some lip balms f- mm-hmm. with um, some of our wax products. Okay. And then also I currently make just scones, but I'm working on um, some granola. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have some honey in that granola, and then I've made some honey cookies before. Right. Um, if there's any place, you know, somebody, this sounds interesting to them, want to use honey, you know, with, the, with their baking or whatever, mm-hmm. are there resources they can go to that are, um, you know, honey-based cookbooks or recipes mm-hmm. or anything like that? May Barenbaum's book, Honey, mm-hmm. I'm Homemade, is like a great one. And May Barenbaum's a uh, professor here at the university. Oh, okay. um, and so she's world-renowned um, entomologist. And um, she's it's a fantastic mm-hmm. book. Um, lots of and do you, can you like with, uh, you know, you, can you do a variety of honey, like a, like a different flavor or a different texture or anything like that? Yes. <laughs> I eat, I actually, we brought some honey for you to taste if you wanted to. Um, okay. I don't know if we have time right now, but um, the uh, the spring honey has a really different flavor from our fall honeys. Mm-hmm. Um, the spring, you're going to gather, like, the, the bees are going to collect more, um, like, your dandelions and your clovers and your trees. And in the fall, it's going to be more your goldenrods. Mm-hmm. And so um, the flavors are really different. Um, the fall tends to be more robust in flavor, and the spring's really light and floral. Mm-hmm. Um but an, a great place, if you wanted to go and taste honeys, is the Pollinitarium here in town um, at the university. They have a wide variety of um, honeys that you can taste all the way from water white, you know, apple blossom honey mm-hmm. to buckwheat honey, which is like your darkest, like, wow. mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. if they wanted to try different honeys, that's a great place to go. Right. So. Casey and Stephanie Nelson, 2 Million Blooms. Uh, you can find their products at uh, different areas. And of course, the Champagne Farmers Market put on by the Land Connection. Uh, they're there almost every time they have that market going on. Thanks. Uh, guys, thanks for coming in today. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks. for having us.